0: He said, I don't know. He said, but it's a heck of a lot more than anybody else. I said, well, how how difficult would it be for you? He said, well, every, every employee's got a number. He said, I can get that number every day. I said, well, okay, you have to start keeping track. If you tell me that you're ringing up twice as many sales as anybody else, you have to have a record of that. Know how much value you create.
1: Episode 190,
0: nine ways
1: to get the raise you want. You're listening to The Game Changers with Jason Jennings. Leadership lessons in speed, productivity, growth, innovation, and reinvention. Now, here's worldwide best-selling author and speaker, Jason Jennings, and your host, Dale Dixon. Welcome to The Game Changers, the podcast dedicated to leading highly principled people to their full potential. I'm your host, Dale Dixon, with 1.6 million listens and downloads and growing every week. This is The Game Changers with Jason Jennings, New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and USA Today bestselling author of eight books on leadership, growth, innovation, speed, reinvention. Jason, great to be with you.
0: Uh, Dale, it's great to be back with you. Uh, This is always, uh, it it truly is one of the highlights of my week, spending a little bit of time with you.
1: Absolutely. And we uh, dive deep into these conversations. I'm looking forward to this one as we talk about getting the raise you want. And I know as uh, an employer, manager, I've worn a number of hats. It's always interesting to see the difference between the person who walks in and says, I want a raise And the person who walks in and lays out a game plan. So I'm looking forward to our conversation today. How, how right. did you come up with the topic?
0: Okay, well, uh, let me tell you how I came up with the topic. So, for the past couple of years, I uh, and I've, I've mentioned this a couple of times, uh, I have been mentoring a young uh, 26-year-old man who is a single father of two and is an incredible father, works full-time 42 to 45 hours a week, and also attends school full-time, carrying anywhere between 12 and 16 units headed for the healthcare field and uh, his career right now getting him through college is as a butcher and uh, so at, a, at an upscale butcher shop at an upscale supermarket and he's been there for a number of years. So uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I, uh, I, I sent him a text one morning and I said, uh, Santo, how are you doing today? And he said, oh, he said, my boss is pissed off because I asked for a raise and I'm pissed off at him because he got pissed off at me for asking for a raise. And so I texted back and I said, uh, time for a cup of coffee because I'm going to have to teach you how to get a raise. And uh, so we had this Incredible conversation. I I think he walked away from it learning a lot of lessons. And I thought, gee whiz, I I sure wish when I was young, I would have known these things. And so that's what I I thought we would talk about today. The nine things you have to do, the nine ways uh, to really be fairly compensated in whatever you do. And it begins with this premise. Uh, and someone who has uh, employed hundreds or thousands of people during my career, uh, and someone who spends time with and has spent time with the, the greatest CEOs and the greatest entrepreneurs in the world as research for my books and getting to know them, I really believe the following. I believe that most people want to fairly compensate people for the value they create. But I also believe that oftentimes the boss... Or the company, people are so busy going in a million different directions. Often, the boss of the company doesn't know the value you create, and I believe that it's the responsibility of the worker uh, to keep a log of uh, and be able to present the value that the economic value that they bring to the company. So, um, and and then asking for a raise is always difficult. Um, I I, I I guess I only recall asking for a raise once in my life when I was very young. But, but, you know, there's a wide range of emotions. I mean, you know, feeling small, being powerless, uh, a little inferior, uh, a fear of reminding your boss you're not doing a good enough job, shame, how dare you even ask me this, being seen as ungrateful for what you already have, being made fun of, uh, maybe getting fired or thrown out for showing dissatisfaction, or the biggest one of all, uh, I've never met anybody who uh, likes being rejected. And so the fear of uh, being rejected is a big fear for a lot of people. So uh, with with those thoughts in mind, that most people want to fairly compensate people for the economic value they create, and that people are afraid to ask for a raise for many reasons, uh, I offer the following nine steps. Are, are, Are you ready? I am. Okay. Number one, Everybody should do this. Forget about the raise. Everybody should do this for their career. And that is this. Start and maintain a log of your wins. And if you can start this in high school, if you can start this in college, if you can start this in your first job, this is something that you should work on all the time, starting and maintaining a log of your wins. Wins might be uh, increasing the revenues of a company or of a department or a division. It might be uh, cost savings that you were able to implement. It might be how many customers you saved and how you saved them. It might be improving the numbers in social media. It might become ideas that became revenue generators and how much they realized. It might be goodwill that you've created. It might be benefits gained from your volunteer activities. And let me just as a sidebar share this. Uh, In the last couple of weeks, uh, I've I've interviewed a couple of real estate agents uh, in the state of Arizona, in the city of Tucson uh, specifically. And uh, I had the opportunity last week to talk to the man who was arguably the number one realtor in the city of Tucson. And so we were on the phone. It was a telephone meeting, and I was already familiar with his success. And I said, so let me ask you a question. How have you achieved such incredible success? And he said, well, here's the story. He said, uh, I started out as a contractor. And he said, I was making uh, myself and a business partner were making a lot of money flipping houses. And we we had a great life going. And he said, all of a sudden, 2008 and 2009 came and we were wiped out. There was gonna be no more money in flipping homes. And he said, I needed a job. He said, so I decided to go in the real estate business. And he said, when you first hang out your shingle as a real estate agent, he said, you really don't have customers or anybody to talk to. And he said, so what I did is I went and got active with about five different volunteer organizations. A couple wanted me to serve in the board of directors, uh, several others, I just volunteered. And he said, within months, he said, my business had taken off. He said, I owe, I, I owe the company to the volunteer activities that I've been involved in. So I just wanted to cover that one as a sidebar because very often uh, your volunteer activities within the community uh, can have a very significant impact on the company you work for as well. So number one, begin and maintain a log of your wins. I will tell you this also about this one. I guess I've probably had a website for... Uh, 20 or 25 years uh, going back a long, long time. And so I have been forced uh, to keep a steady log of my wins in order to keep the website fresh. It's probably one of the most important things I've ever done. So everyone should start and maintain a log of their wins. Number two, uh, start and build a list of endorsements from your fellow workers, customers, and suppliers. Uh, When somebody says to you, uh, Michael, you did one hell of a job with that. I want to thank you. I mean, that is very meaningful to me. Say, so I'll tell you what, listen, can you put that in a note for me, please? I might be able to use it in the future. I mean, and people are always willing to help. One of the things that I always do after every single speech I do around the world, one, one, Uh, I I bust my butt to exceed expectations and be the best resource they've ever used. And the next thing out of my mouth is, I'll tell you what, as a client, I really like you. And I like to find lots of clients like you. And one of the things that I find is getting a testimonial, getting a reference matters a lot. Would you be willing, uh, I mean, just to write a few words about what working with me has been like? I, I just do that with every speech every professional undertaking that I have. So number two, start and build a list of endorsements from fellow workers, customers, and suppliers. And you'll find out that people are very, people wanna be very generous uh, in their praise. Number three, it's important to know how much economic value you create. So when I was talking to Santo, uh, I know that Santo has got to be the top performing butcher at this uh, butcher and seafood and chicken shop uh, where, I, where I first met him. I, I know he has to be. He's just got the personality. He's a hustler. He works hard. And I said, well, let me ask you a question. I said, uh, how much money in sales do you bring up each day? He said, I don't know. He said, but it's a heck of a lot more, I mean, than anybody else. I said, well, how how difficult would it be for you? He said, well, every, every employee's got a number. He said, I can get that number every day. I said, well, okay, you have to start keeping track. If you tell me that you're ringing up twice as many sales as anybody else, you have to have a record of that. Know how much value you create. Number four, when you're gonna ask for a raise, uh, don't throw yourself at the mercy or the will of the person you're asking. You have to have a number range in mind. Uh, are you going for a $10,000 raise, an annual raise? Are you looking for a $25,000 annual raise? Uh, have a number in mind based on the value that you create for the organization. Number five, I think, is very important. Schedule a meeting to talk about your compensation after a big win or a big accomplishment. Uh, don't do it. I mean, when there's all kinds of bad stuff going on, everybody is harried, everybody is pulled thin. I mean, that's, that's not the time. The time is after you've had a big win or the company has had a big win or the organization has had a big win, schedule a meeting after a big win or accomplishment. Number six, dress well notwithstanding the dress policy, uh, dress just dress well, dress well. Uh, Look important. Look like you mean business. Uh, It'll mean, I I I promise, a few percent more. Number seven, have an agenda. Uh, It turns out uh, that Santo Asked his boss for a raise when they were shorthanded. It was a Sunday morning. His boss had shown up for only a couple of minutes. And he said, by the way, uh, any possibility of my getting a raise? And that's when his boss got PO'd. And then he got PO'd at the boss for getting PO'd. And it went downhill from there. Have an agenda. Uh, number one, the purpose of the meeting I'd, uh, you know, is tell your boss, I'd like to discuss my compensation. Now, that means that they're actually going to start thinking about your compensation a few days before the meeting. Present your case, including the value you've created, your accomplishments, the endorsements you've received, discuss your career goals, and how an increase in compensation is part of your longer term plan. Present the range of the increase you believe you've earned. And I will promise you that, um, well, you're a boss, so I'll ask you the question. How many people have come to you over the years asking for a raise with that kind of an agenda? None, 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 yeah, none, none. And so, as a boss, you're going to have to say, "I," you're going you're to have to be favorably disposed toward toward increasing this person's compensation because you're going to be thinking. Wow, I've never seen this before. I've never experienced this before. This is someone who's really got it together. Gee whiz, I would hate to lose this person. So I want to repeat it one more time. The meeting, the purpose of the meeting is to discuss your compensation. Give them a day or two to think about it. Present your case, including the specific financial value you create or have created, your accomplishments, the endorsements. Discuss your career goals and how an increase in compensation is part of your longer-term plan. And present the range of increase that you believe you've earned. Do those things, and I, I will promise you that no boss has ever had that kind of a presentation before. Number eight, and this is important. Connect the dots between your accomplishments and the company's success. Draw lines between your accomplishments and the success of the company. And number nine, and this is overriding, um, of overriding importance. Remember, it's about deserving, it's not about needing. Well, you know, my wife is uh, going to have another baby, and money's a little tight around the house. You know what? Nobody cares. Nobody cares nor should they care. It is not about deserving something. It, I mean, it is about deserving something. It's not about needing a raise. And so I don't think, uh, not, uh, not at the length of time that you have worked someplace or how much you need more money really had anything to do with a raise at all. And if it does, I mean, it's going to be, you know, a bucket hour or 50 cents an hour, or it's going to be something very, very modest. It's about deserving it, a deserving an increase in compensation based on the value that you create. So those are my nine steps. And I, I believe they're foolproof. I think they'll work for anyone. All you've got to do is step to the pump and make it happen. <laughs> So going back to point one,
1: uh, just a few questions and and opportunities to dive a little deeper. You would talk about start maintaining a log of your wins. This isn't Uh just the tangible wins. This isn't, I made X number of sales. uh, You know, I brought in this many new customers. This is, these are, these are including the goodwill, the volunteer activities. So it's not just the tangible that you're talking about here.
0: Right. Right. I mean, it's the sum total of everything that you've done that has contributed to the creation of value for the organization. And
1: I think another point that I bring out when I look at all of these in totality is don't assume. Don't assume your boss, your manager, the owner of the company is paying close attention to the contribution you make day in and day out. Don't assume they're seeing
0: these things. Uh, look, uh, the boss at Santo's butcher shop has a number of butcher shops, a number of successful butcher shops. And every time I've ever seen the guy, he's a little frayed. I mean, he's moving a million miles an hour. And so I bet there's, I, I, I bet he does not know uh, that Santo is bringing up double the sales thus double the gross profit of everybody else who works alongside him he's just got too many things going on so don't assume that's why a lot of people never get a raise because they 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 never build their case Mm.
1: well i look forward to hearing how the next conversation for santo goes
0: uh it's uh coming up in um about a week and, uh, I will, uh, I will keep you posted, uh, bright, young guy, bright, young guy. Uh, but I had to clear up in his head that just because you've been somewhere for a number of years, doesn't automatically get you a raise. And just because you need more money doesn't automatically get you a raise. And so uh, he got the same lesson. Uh, so much of this research I did, much of this thing, these things I put together, I did for the benefit of, of my meeting with Santo.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, it's the advice that Jason Jennings would have given his 26-year-old self. Uh, Exactly.
0: Man, (laughs) I I, I sure wish I would have known some of these things.
1: (laughs) Oh, no kidding. All right, I'm going to review the list really quick uh, for folks who are driving or not able, didn't write it down i um, all. Obviously you can go back and re-listen to this episode, but number one, start and maintain a log of your wins. And this is everything from the revenues to uh, how much goodwill you're creating, your volunteer activities, everything that you're doing, the benefits of the company, what are your wins? Number two, start and build a list of endorsements from your coworkers, your customers, suppliers. Number three, know how much economic value you create. Santos is uh, running the cash receipts, right? For every right. day for the number yep. of sales. And so yep. that's the value he creates. Go into the conversation asking for a raise with a specific number range in mind. Don't leave it open for interpretation. Schedule a meeting after a big win or an accomplishment. Don't do it on a busy Sunday morning when you're understaffed and people are busy and harried or or dealing with a lot of stress. Dress well. Dress like the person who's going to be paid what you want to be paid. And then have an agenda. Discuss your compensation, present that case. Uh, number eight is part of that. Be sure you connect the dots between your accomplishments and the company's success. And always remember it's about what you deserve or what you earn, what you need to earn, not what you need. So it's earning
0: and deserving, not what you need. That cover it? Uh, that covers it very well. And the final thought is this. Uh, any young woman or any young man that does this after they walk out of the meeting, the boss is going to say to themselves, that young woman is going places or that young man is going places. This will be the best thing that you've ever done. Mm, That's fantastic. Well,
1: usually each and every week you put a little bit of extra frosting on the cake, deliver even more value than we're expecting. What is it this week?
0: Uh, a long time ago. Um, you know, I, I hear a lot of quotes. I read a lot. I absorb a lot. And uh, some of them go in. Some of them stay. Some of them leave. The other ear, I'm not sure. Some of them make a long-lasting effect. Uh, but I'll never forget a statement uh, made by Nelson Mandela. And uh, the first time I read it, I thought, wow, does that sum it up? He said, it always seems impossible until it's done. <laughs> <laughs> So true. So true.
1: Absolutely. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much. Uh, Jason's email inbox is always open for another message from a listener. You can write to him at Jason at Jason-Jennings.com. Once again, Jason at Jason-Jennings.com. Be sure and subscribe to this YouTube, uh, subscribe to this episode and this podcast, wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Uh, We're on YouTube as well, by the way. And you can do that at jason-jennings.com slash iTunes. Jason Jennings is the author who USA Today has called one of the three most in-demand business speakers in the world. Learn how your group or company can have Jason keynote your next event. Visit the website jason-jennings.com. This is The Game Changers, the podcast dedicated to leading highly principled people to their full potential. You've been listening to The Game Changers, leadership lessons in speed, productivity, growth, innovation, and reinvention with business thought leader, best-selling author, and keynote speaker, Jason Jennings. Read Jason's most recent New York Times bestseller, The Reinventors, and visit his website at
0: jason.com. Dash Jennings.com.